Welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason St. Clair. I hope everybody's doing well. You have to excuse some of the background noise. Uh, I'm on vacation. I'm in the room, so there's been a raven squawking here and there. He's pretty loud next to the window. And the tree's, what is it, bustling outside from the wind? I don't know know what the word is for that one. Anyways, let's start off. Chinese hackers carried out coordinated cyber attacks in Israel. So a group of Chinese hackers carried out coordinated cyber attacks on Israel that affected dozens of Israeli government and private organizations. Israeli government institutions, IT providers, and telecommunication firms were targeted by the group in widespread espionage campaign that began back in 2019, January. The California-based cybersecurity firm said in its report, noting that the hackers carried out data harvesting and reconnaissance. FireEye, which worked alongside Israel Defense Agency in probing the cyber attacks, noted that it did not have sufficient evidence to link the Chinese espionage group called UNC215, the Chinese government, uh, communist regime. And however, the group targets data organizations, which are of great interest to Beijing's financial, diplomatic, and strategic strategies. They probably work for hire, or either that they go out farming for data and then they sell it back to they sell it to the Chinese government. In early 2019, the group exploited a Microsoft SharePoint vulnerability and used the custom malware tools such as Focused. FJORD and Hyperbro. The hackers then stole users' credentials and conducted internal network reconnaissance. The group took steps to liberty mislead the researchers and attempted to hide their nationality. They tried to do this by using methods such as planting Farsi in the code, parts of the code which could be recovered by incident response team and using malware links to Iranian government that have previously been linked online. Okay. Huge news here. Who knows where it's going to go, but Senate passed $3.5 trillion partisan budget plan, clearing the way for sweeping government expansion. So the, pre- the Senate approved the framework for a $3.5 trillion budget plan and a key procedural vote Wednesday morning, allowing the body to move forward and its final vote on the issue. Senators voted to advance the framework 50 to 49 along party lines, with Senator Mike Rounds absent. The vote came just before 4 a.m. following a voterama during which Senators introduced amendments for the largest symbolic votes designed to test the level of Senate support for various issues. The plan provides universal pre-kindergarten, free two-year community college, tax incentives, clean energy sources to fight climate change and expansion of the Medicare to cover dental and vision here and hearing. Uh, Democrats hope to cover the cost of the plan in part with tax hikes, corporations, uh, tax hike corporations on high-earning families. Senate Democrats have just looked just took a massive step towards restoring the middle class in the 21st century, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said. Uh, Republicans unanimously opposed the plan, saying the amount of government spending of the proposal during the time during a time of rising inflation is reckless. Senate Democrats want to take their next big step towards playing Russian roulette with our country, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said. However, McConnell added that since Democrats can use Senate rules to push a plan through with simple majority, Republicans will not be able to save our colleagues from themselves. With the framework of the resolution approved, Democrats are divided on a final price tag for the measure. Progressive Representative Jamal Bowman said a $3.5 million partisan plan still doesn't go far enough, while Senator Kirsten Sinema has already indicated that she doesn't support the plan's price tag. The plan now goes to the House, where lawmakers will return early from recess to take it up. Moderates have argued that the House should hold hold a standalone vote on the trillion-dollar bipartisan infrastructure bill that passed earlier Wednesday, but progressives said they will refuse to vote on infrastructure bill until the House approves the budget package. All right. 
New York's Sullivan Herod Kumo's out. He stepped down from all his uh, the uh, allegations he sexually harassed at least eleven women. Kathy Hochul, a Western New York Democrat, will place him as New York's first female governor. So New York Governor Andrew Cuomo resigned Tuesday following allegations of sexual harassment, which he continued to defend himself from even after he he, uh, announced his departure from office. Kathy Hochul, Western New York Democrat, will take reins from power of Cuomo, becoming New York's first female governor. Hochul 62 is unfamiliar to many people in the state, even after six years as as its lieutenant governor. She replaced Cuomo following a remarkable transition period in which the former governor said he will stay on to work with her and ease the job that he dominated over his three terms in office. Good luck to her in the new position. Okay. All right, everybody. That was just a real quick Indiscriminate News Network. Just wanted to give you guys a quick update. Take care. Hope everybody's doing well. Bye.